0: Welcome back to our continuation of srimad Bhagavatam, Chapter Canto Eleven, Chapter Thirty-One, and we are up to Text Number Thirteen. Uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time on the last days. <laughs> but uh, we'll, 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 I could say more about that one, but I, I think we'll just leave it at there. And we'll pick up with uh, 13. So let's say, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Well, the, the English of uh, Text twelve. I'll just read it again. Uh, where we are discussing right here, if you remember, the disappearance of Lord Sri Krishna, and it's all a kind of trick. Uh, and uh, but he returned to his abode. It describes in, in uh, text uh, text number nine. Uh, like l- the path of lightning, when it leaves a cloud, you can't quite trace it out. Uh, and uh, so then in uh, in 11, uh, my dear king, you should understand that the Supreme Lord's appearance and disappearance which resemble those of embodied conditioned souls are actually a show enacted by an illusory energy, just like the performer of an performance of an actor. After creating this universe, he enters into it, plays with it for some time, and at last winds it up. Thus the Lord remains situated in his own transcendental glory having ceased from the functions of the Cosmic Manifestation. That's 11 and then 12. Lord Krishna brought the son of his guru back from the planet of the Lord of Death in the boy's selfsame body and as the ultimate giver of protection he saved you also when you were burned by the Brahmastra of Ashvatthama. He conquered in the battle even lord he conquered in battle even lord shiva who deals death to the agents of death and he sent the hunter jara directly to Vaikuntha in his in his human body how could such a personality be unable to protect his own self remember maharaj prichit uh, ashwatthama when he was in the womb, Ashutama was dedicated to illuminating all of the Pandavas. And so here is a baby in the womb, and so we sent a Brahmastra targeted on him. And Lord Krishna's super Soul, he saw Lord, the Lord as the Supersoul with his club breaking up the Brahmastra and protecting him. Uh, so if he can do all that stuff like that, what's the problem? <laughs> And Maharaj Prikshat saw him, and then it says, he was always, who is that wonderful? He was on a search because of that prenatal uh, vision of the Lord, protecting him, uh, to see him again. So now, uh, we're on text uh, 13. Uh, So it goes like this. Tap yesh, Tap yesh, stitty samba vap yash, Nananyahi to yadashesha shakti dick. Natchat pranetum vapur at the kim swasta katim pradarshayan. So the translation here, although. Lord Krishna, being the possessor of infinite powers, is the only cause of the creation, maintenance, and destruction of innumerable living beings. He simply did not desire to keep his body in this world any longer. Thus, he revealed the destination of those fixed in the self and demonstrated. That this mortal world is of no intrinsic value. Uh, Just see how they arrive at this translation a little bit. Uh, Tatapi. Tatapi. Although, (laughs) nevertheless. Uh, Then there's this long compound, Ashesha Stitti uh, Sambhava apyayeshu uh, uh, this is a single word in Sanskrit but it's stiti maintenance sambhava uh, creation and apyaya the word is apyaya it's apyayeshu here uh, uh, this is a instrumental pu- plural the apyaya is the word which means kind of aya vanishing Uh, is a kind of it's used a lot for a river emptying out into the sea pouring out uh, of a river or entering into or leaving the the earth Uh, but the dictionary said it's the contrary of prabhava or utpati which are arrivals coming into the world so this is a going out of it this uh, uh, apyaya so uh, unlimited beings here the word ashesha is being used uh, uh, unlimited amounts of it's all in the plural actually of maintenances of creations and of annihilations <laughs> uh, he is the ananyahetu the singular uh, without another the cause without another Cause again, uh, these beings. Uh, and how is this? Because he has also ashesha shaktis, uh, uh, unlimited potencies. Uh, he's the possessor, and uh, uh, he the uh, he did not simply want to keep his, they say, transcendental body in the word for word, but it just here it says vapu. It's just his, his body, you know, it's transcendental. He didn't want it to remain, sheshitam uh, here. Shesha means remained, uh, without remainder, ashesha. Marchena, here in this marchaluka. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, that's how uh, then it says uh, uh, then there's a question Kim Swastagatin uh, uh so uh, what what is the use actually Kim goes with Marchena Kim what is the use of this marcha? Marcha loka, right? This mortal world. Marchena uh, kim. Uh, for swastagatim. Uh, for those who, uh, those who are fixed in him, he shows this. These two things, what's the use of the world? Well, it, it, the, you notice you may notice here that here you have two trumps swasta gatim the destination swasta of those that are fixed in him so sta means situated and swa means self so here in the word for word it's him the swa is him the self i guess he's the self of the self So those who are situated in that self. Uh, In the word-for-word, those who are fixed in the self with a small s. (laughs) So those who are, you know, liberated already. He's their their destination. But uh, when we read Banu Swami's translation of this, uh, following the purport of Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. Uh, he, it's done like this, almost the same. Although Krishna, being the possessor of infinite powers, is the only cause of the creation, maintenance, and destruction of innumerable planets, so that innumerable things, mm-hmm. uh, one one way is innumerable living beings, or here Innumerable planets. Yeah, there are two. <laughs> All of it. He did not desire to remain with his manifested pastimes on earth. They said keep his body, but he says manifest. Pastimes. And then, pastimes on earth. Then, what is the use of this mortal world or its people? Uh, that's one way of reading this Marjina Kim uh, and then uh, but he made known his destination to the devatas mm-hmm. so here this for for them this swasta uh, are the devas <laughs> Uh those he made it known to... uh, uh, to them. We'll see when we get to the purport, to the destination of the devas. Interestingly enough, uh, this word Uh, yes, Swastha just by itself is a name of Vishnu in the Mahabharata. Hmm. Uh, but uh, so uh, in this way, uh, let me read the BBT report uh, for this. Uh, although Lord Krishna. Uh, descended to this world to save the fallen souls he did not want to encourage people in the future to loiter here unnecessarily (laughs) in other words as soon as possible one should perfect one's Krishna consciousness and go back home back to Godhead Uh, this is the idea here of the uh, you know What's the use? <laughs> the mortal world is of no intrinsic value, uh, or what's the use of the mortal world to this people? Uh, I, I mean, once you once it's you you're here and it's done its thing, and you've achieved uh, liberation swastagatim, then, what well, you don't have any use for it anymore. Split. <laughs> It's over. You've used it up. Of course, here, there are those who come back to help people. This says the Lord comes, but He doesn't come to have fun here. You know, He's got better things to do in His own place. But it's to, it's to help others. So, um, so they say here in the purport, if Lord Krishna had remained longer in the earth he would have unnecessarily increased the prestige of the material world. (laughs) So he likes it. Yeah, what are we, you know? (laughs) Uh, uh, And this is very interesting. Now, we're going to read these uh, statements uh, from the Bhagavatam, uh, Third Canto. As stated by Sri Uddhava and Srimad Bhagavatam, because remember in the, in the third canto, the beginning of the third canto, you get this story of Krishna's leaving already, a preliminary version of it, when when uh, 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 Uddhava, uh, Vaidura comes back, if, and, and Uddhava clues him in what's happened, because Krishna has left. When Vaidhura goes, he splits and goes away for a long time. And... Then, and then, Comes back to find out Krishna's gone. So he's, he's telling him these these things. is uh, telling these things to Vidura. And so anyway, here, 3 to 11, uh, uh, he says, uh, Lord Sri Krishna, who manifested his eternal form, before the vision of all the earth, performed his disappearance by removing his form from the sight of those who are unable to see him as he is due to not executing the required penance. We'll go back over that one again. This is somewhere they get this idea from that who who are not worthy to... uh, to, uh, didn't have the qualifications to see him anyway those who are unable to see him due to not ex- executing the required penance he was here so you could you could have seen krishna but you may not have recognized him Udava also states in the Bhagavatam three two ten, that's the previous verse, the one just uh, uh just quoted Devasya Marchayas Pista Yichanyat Asadashutaha Brahmyate Hirnatadvakiar Atman Uta uttā Uttatmanau Harau. Under no circumstances can the words of persons bewildered by the illusory energy of the Lord deviate the intelligence of those who are completely surrendered souls. Uh, One who follows the Vaishnava authorities in his attempt to understand Lord Krishna's transcendental disappearance easily appreciates that the Lord is the omnipotent personality of Godhead, and that His spiritual body is identical with His eternal spiritual potency. Well, that's the uh, that's their uh, uh, purport to this verse. Um, Let's see if I got... Um... Yeah, so here, here's the whole commentary by Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. It's translated by Bhana Swami. Remember, that translation goes... Uh, Although Krishna, being a possessor of infinite powers, is the only cause of creation, maintenance, and destruction of innumerable planets, he did not desire to remain with his manifest pastimes on earth. What's the use of this mortal world or his people? But he made known his destination to the Davidites is taken on. And so this is based on this commentary. Even though the Lord has unlimited powers, still he has acted in this way. His unlimited power is described. He is the only cause of creation, maintenance and destruction of the unlimited planet. So that's how Vishnath Chakravarti Thakur has taken it. But he is indifferent, uh, though he is the only cause, because he acts through his unlimited shaktis. Having dispatched the devatas to Swarga, that remember that's happened already, they, they split or sent off, because, because, remember, the has had all taken birth in the Yadu dynasty. So that was how they, they were removed. He did not desire to remain visible on earth with his associates. Uh, pranetum vapushishitam. In other words, he desired to disappear. Why? What is the use of this mortal world for the Lord? He did not care for the material world. But he cared for Swarga Loka. Oh, by the request of those on Swarga, such as Brahma, the Lord appeared in this mortal world. Remember, he, they, they, all the devatas went. They prayed to Brahma, may the Lord appear. So, you know, they, they asked him to come, and at their request alone, he went to Vaikuntha. This is the implication of the statement. He made no, known his going to Vaikuntha, his Guttin, to Brahma and those situated in Swarga and other planets, Swasta. That's why Bhanu says it was known to the Devatas. He let them see that happen. Other explanations are not accepted by the devotees, since they are of the opinions of since they are the opinions of demons and contradict Uddhava's statement. And then he quotes 3 to 11. Uh, the Lord having shown his form the center of attraction for all eyes. Uh, we'll look at this verse again. It's got is really a really very nice word in here. Because uh, he quotes it, he quotes it in the Sanskrit. Uh, the center of attraction for all eyes then took that form and disappeared from men, who had not performed austerities but had attained the Lord's mercy, and were continually craving a vision of His form. So that that's he takes it a little differently. They 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 were craving the vision of His form, yet they had not performed austerities but had gotten His mercy. He says so, uh, and therefore they were left craving to see him some more. That's the idea here. Uddhava had also said that the opinions of demons should not be accepted by the devotees, uh, and that's the three two ten. Uh, so the, the BBT have cited these things because they're in Vishnu Chakravarti purport where he said the intelligence of the devotee who is absorbed in Paramatma is not bewildered by the words of those touched by the Lord's Maya or who take shelter of demonic mentality. So that's that uh, that purport. Let's go back and look at this uh, again here from the Canto 3 chapter 2. Uh, uh, Let's look at text 11. Uh, Pradharasaya tapta tapasam Uh, Avitripta drisham rinam Adhaya antar loka lokanam And so this is Prabhupada's translation here Uh, Lord Sri Krishna Who manifested his eternal form Before the vision of all on earth Performed his disappearance by removing his form from the sight of those who are unable to see him as he is in brackets uh, due to not executing required penance. So this is where uh, and Prabhupada says in the purport in this verse the word avicipta drisham uh, is most significant I found it interesting I looked the word up in the dictionary the Sanskrit dictionary and they actually cite this drisham, uh drisham uh, uh, which, uh, which they cite actually this usage of it in the Bhagala, Bhagavatam that you know they, they sometimes they attest to this word being used uh, uh and they define it as having one's eyes unsatisfied. Triptum is satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So avi them your sight is unfulfilled. Uh, uh, they were unable to see him. Uh, so that, that's, they may have seen him, but not recognized mm-hmm. him. Because there can be cognition without recognition. Uh, what is that? You don't know you don't know what it is did you see the Lord? no I just saw you know this coward boy you know uh, I didn't recognize him uh, so their their vision was unfulfilled but uh, Vishnu Chakravarti takes it yeah they, they saw him they were attracted but they didn't know who it was that attracted them and, uh so many people who, who didn't perform penances and austerities they they couldn't recognize him, but they did see him. So there was something, uh, something there. Uh, uh, and sometimes it's like that. You can even get a glimpse of a, a, a of a great devotee and not recognize, him, but still, wow, who is that? I, that really an interesting person. <laughs> you know. I remember one one year. Uh, Early on in the movement, uh, we were uh, when we were still one of the phenomena that normal Americans were looking to understand and seeing as part of the counterculture. We were on TV a lot, Uh, and so uh, we went to one local TV station in in, in Philadelphia. And one of the things we did, we took some of the BBT paintings. Put them up behind us, and the devotees sat there. We chanted and then asked some questions, you know. And, and one of the one of the uh, cameramen he came up afterwards, and, and he looked at this painting. It was a painting of, of Radha and Krishna on a swing, or something like that. I think that we had at the time, but one of the BBT paintings. And, and he said, "This is a wonderful painting." Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't actually so skillfully done, but this is a wonderful painting. Look at that brush strokes, and he started stroking Krishna's, <laughs> Krishna's arm. <laughs> and we we're all looking at this, he was, Look. <laughs> and you can see he was attracted to Krishna, you know, and somehow or rather, other, you know, this fairly, you know, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. These kind of things happen, you know. Well, when I was reading this, one I thought, I thought of that, some people who get it, they get attracted, and they they don't know either to devotees or to or or, or, or to, to to Krishna. Um, uh, so that that kind of things uh, uh, that kind of things goes on here. Uh, so uh, uh, so uh, this is what Prabhupada's take of it is. is uh, in this verse the word is most significant uh, their unfulfilled sight he says so, so the other take of it the conditioned soul and the material world are all trying to satisfy their senses in various ways but they have failed to do so because it is impossible to be satisfied by such efforts no one ever says I've had enough, I don't want more, you know. <laughs> the example of the fish on land is very appropriate. If one takes a fish from the water and puts it on land, it cannot be made happy by any amount of offered pleasure. An early example we would use a lot, is the fish out of water. The spirit soul can be happy only in the association of the Supreme Living Being, the Personality of Godhead, and nowhere else. The Lord, by His unlimited causeless mercy, has innumerable Vaikuntha planets in the Brahmajyoti sphere of the spiritual world, and in that transcendental world there is unlimited arrangement for the unlimited pleasures of the living entities. The Lord Himself comes to display His transcendental pastimes, typically represented at Vrindavan, Matara, and Dwarka. He appears just to attract the conditioned souls back to Godhead, back home to the eternal world. Now, here's the other take. See, in the same purport, but for want of sufficient piety, the onlookers are not attracted by such pastimes of the Lord. In the Bhagavad Gita, it is said that only those who have completely surpassed the way of sinful reaction can engage themselves in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. The entire Vedic way of ritualistic performances is to put every conditioned soul on the path of piety. So, at least piety. In other words, Krishna is begins to become visible, uh, even even his aspect of impersonal Brahman, only to those who are in the mode of goodness. In the mode of goodness, then spiritual uh, perception is possible, even the beginning of it. So, okay, let's at least bring people, you know, decrease the mode of passion, decrease the mode of ignorance. Which, of course, the problem with our civilization is the very standard of advancement is now the standard of the mode of passion. And the mode of passion, as described in the Bhagavad Gita, is you're never satisfied. That's its nature. That's why the result of the mode of passion is misery, according to the diagnosis in the Bhagavad Gita when you become miserable uh, you can if you're fortunate go to the mode of goodness you happen to have good association of the mercy of devotees otherwise you'll go to the mode of ignorance to put, kill the pain and the disappointment and therefore suicide either living suicide by suppressing conf, uh, consciousness with drugs and stuff like that or literal suicide, so you go down. Guess what's happening? You Want to understand today's world? <laughs> watch. Watch. There are some going to the mode of goodness. Some going to the mode, you know the mode of passion, which is the standard of the United States. The business of America is business. <laughs> of. Conquer, enjoy—you know this—and the whole world is caught up in that spirit. Uh, guess what? You know, you'll see a split now between. Um, there'll be some goodness increase, a minority, but you know. Uh, anyway, anyway, this is it. The entire Vedic way of ritualistic performances is to put every conditioned soul on the path of piety. By strict adherence to the prescribed principle for all orders of social life, one can attain the qualities of truthfulness, control of the mind, control of the senses, senses, forbearance. In other words, Sama, Dhamma, Tapa, Socham, these are the by which the brahmanas work, their, their qualities. Shantam, Arjavam, gyana vigyana astikyam these are the, 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 this is just the mode of goodness one and you can get those qualities and be elevated to the plane of rendering pure devotional service to the Lord only by such a transcendental vision are one's material hankerings fully satisfied yeah because they'll have been and elevated uh, and sublimated lifted up I mean that's the meaning of so sub- see people think sublimation of desires is artificial you know Freud talked about it there's a very interesting essay by Sigmund Freud called the future of an illusion talking about religion and he says yeah you know you you sublimate your desire but you can't they lack the intensity of, you know, gross animal satisfactions. You know, you look at art, you look at music, oh yeah, that's nice, you know, but it doesn't really do it for you. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway... When the Lord was present, persons who were able to satisfy their material hankerings by seeing Him in true perspective were thus able to go back with Him to His kingdom. So, by in other words, by spiritual sacrifice, whatever they wanted materially, that was what, uh, you know, what they were looking for was there, because the material desires are simply distorted reflection of spiritual. Cravings. But those persons who were unable to see the Lord as He is remained attached to material hankerings and were not able to go back home, back to Godhead. Uh, When the Lord passed beyond the vision of all, He did so in His original eternal form, as stated in this verse. The Lord left in His own body, He did not leave His body as is generally misunderstood by the conditioned souls. This statement defeats the false propaganda of the faithless non-devotees that the Lord passed away like an ordinary conditioned soul. The Lord appeared in order to release the world from the undue burden of the non-believing asuras. And after doing this, he disappeared from the world's eyes. And then the other next verse they've quoted also in, in, in these purports. The previous
1: verse.
0: No text. Well, yeah, no, text twelve. Excuse me. Yeah, the text twelve. They don't quote that one to quote the previous verse. Uh, but the previous verse says that th- those who are. Under no circumstances can the words of persons who are bewildered by their losing energy deviate the intelligence uh, of those who are completely surrendered souls. Uh, So the Yadavas, it says in the Purport, they were completely... didn't have a problem. But uh, 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 This is what it is... uh, 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 said, uh, said here. Yeah. Get my. Uh, what else uh, am you say here? Oh, yeah, so now we come to the conclusion of this narration because the next text, 14, is a, uh, is a, a kind of text called a phala shuti. Phala means fruit and shuti means a verse, but phala is uh, the auspicious fruit. They show a lot of places in various uh, uh, chapters in the Bhagavatam. The promise of success, or the auspicious Mm -hmm. fruit, given to those who has heard or read the preceding narration. So now, uh, here, although it's not the end of the chapter, uh, here's the 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 the, uh, phala p h a l a phala phala Mm. phala Phala, phala. shuti. It's hard for us to say. We always say "pH" with a "p." Actually, mm. we don't "p." There's always a breath there. But we're saying it without the without the same "p." hard for us. Anyway, "halashti." So it goes like this: uh, "Ya etam Pratur uttaya Krishna shya paravim param pratyaya kirtayet bhaktya." You notice the meter has changed just what it is. Anyone who regularly rises early in the morning and carefully chants with devotion the glories of the Lord's, of Lord Sri Krishna's transcendental appearance and his return to his own abode will certainly achieve that same supreme destination uh, uh, That's there's no BBT purport uh, uh, for this one they just translate it like this uh, uh, Banu Swami has a translation and Vishnu Chakrabhari Thakur a little bit of a purport um, uh, way Banu Swami translates it is a little different. Anyone who regularly rises early in the morning and carefully chants with devotion the glory of Krishna's completely spiritual method of disappearance (laughs) (laughs) will certainly achieve uh, that same supreme destination. And uh, they say this word in the text, we see this word, padavim, the destination, padavi. Uh Padavim, he says, this is again translating uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's purport. Padavim means the path of disappearing. Here the word for word, they gloss it as destination. A slightly different reading. by using the word param and anuttamam anuttama means the finest. It is indicated that the pastime of the Lord's disappearance is composed completely of eternity, knowledge and bliss. It suggests that intelligent people regard the opinion of common people that his disappearance was material to be insignificant. That's the purport here of Vishnu Chagavari Takur. So a slightly different take on the word padavim. It can be destination, or it can be uh, uh, here, taking as the path uh, to uh, to the uh, that. End. So now uh, the narration uh, uh, continues. We have five more minutes. right? One more. Two more minutes. Let's see how we can do one more. Well, I can talk a lot about that. So. a little bit. This is... This goes... Dāruko Dvārakam Etyā Vasudeva Krasenayo Pativa Charanā Viyaśra Charanāo Two feet, actually. (laughs) Not just feet, but... (laughs) Uh, Patipa charanavi asrayar, yasin krishna vichuta. As soon as Daruka reached Dwarka, remember Daruka had left his chariot driver. because... Uh, 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 um, uh, 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 so as Daruka reached Dwarka, He threw himself at the feet of Vasudeva and Ugrasena and drenched their feet with his tears, lamenting the loss of Lord Krishna. Uh, uh, I don't think there's a commentary here or anything. Let me look at the Yeah, they just have it. Let just uh, put it here. Uh, so, uh, uh, he, 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 it's interesting because they say the feet of, and they have this compound Vasudev and Ugrasena. Uh, uh, Vasudev is uh, Krishna's father, Ugrasena is Krishna's grandfather. He's still around at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so they're both there in Dworka. Uh and so he falls down Shatanau at the two feet I don't know if it's the, the, the feet of two feet of each or the two feet of two people but anyway <laughs> and uh, 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 drenched their feet with his tears uh, uh, Krishna Vichuta being deprived of Lord Krishna uh, 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 the word uh, "vicutya" uh, uh means separated from being separated actually really being separated from 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 Krishna like uh, the, I looked up the kutya in the dictionary if you separate a uh, 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 something from the living part that's severance mm-hmm. just like severance you know the severance from Krishna it's a stronger word than just yeah, being severed uh, from uh, uh, from from Krishna uh, but it's kind of interesting that Ugrasena is there too uh, uh I mean, uh, both both Kamsa and, and and Devaki. This is the this is his his it's his maternal grandfather from his birth mother Devaki, and remember that Kamsa and Devaki were Ugrasena's children, and that that uh, remember Kamsa was therefore carrying Devaki to her wedding. Uh, uh, and then, then uh, of course, Kamsa then later, you know, imprisoned his own father. I mean, he, you know, what a bad guy, you know. Anyway, so, it was, you know, Krishna and Baladev who killed Kamsa and put Ugrasena back on the, the throne of this, this dynasty. I, I don't know how the dynasty works, but they got these... You know the Sattvatas, the Vrishnis, the Bhojas, mm-hmm. the Saras, and you know, they're all parts of the the dynasty. Or I don't know; I can't figure it out. Sometimes you need to make somebody a whole big tree. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so you can know who these people were. But uh, that's what uh, that's what happened there. So, so Ugrasena is still there, which is kind of interesting. They go to Uh uh, you know Dwarka. There's a city, Dwarka, uh, that that's uh, at the at the coast. But apparently, you know, part of part of Krishna's Dwarka, with his palaces and everything, and the palaces of all the queens and all, sank uh, later uh, down into under the water. And uh, apparently. I've heard that the Archaeological Survey of India has detected underwater uh, many huge carved blocks of stone and things like that, but nobody's, as far as I know, checked it out. Okay, we'll stop there and see if there are any uh, uh, comments or questions. by the various means of communication, by the miracle of modern technology.
1: If you're on the phone, you can press star six and that will unmute yourself so you can ask a question. Um, if you're on Mayapur TV, you can type a question into the chat box to the right of the screen, or you're welcome to go to Ravindus Abru's website, rsdasa.com, and there's a chat box in the lower right hand corner of the page. Can type in questions there. Vijay Christian Prabhu asks. He says, "In your book *Endless Love*, you wrote that illicit sex and death are equivalents. My question is: Is it that illicit sex is some form of suicide?"
0: Yeah. The killer of the soul, whoever he may be, you know, it's soul killing. Uh, b- because uh, when 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 one is taking material pleasure, uh, uh, I think Freud called sex the prototype of all pleasure. You know, I used to hear when I was a, before I was a devoted, people, yeah, man, it was better than sex, <laughs> and you know they're lying. <laughs> of course, I haven't had, you know, phenythyl or any of those things, but <laughs> they may transcend. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, that's the prototype of all pleasure. Anyway, any kind of taking pleasure in, in the material body forces you to identify with it. And therefore, whatever you acquire a false ego, it's the builder of the "I am the body," and and then you experience whatever happens to the body is happening to yourself. And therefore, when the body dies, you think, "Now I'm dying." So, so that's that's why. uh, it's really not good for you. It's not one of the great things in the world, no matter what, you know, the President of the United States or anybody else may may think. Uh, 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 The reason the sexual drive is so strong is because otherwise nobody would reproduce. (laughs) 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 Because, you know, actually... The consequences of uh, outside of my window now there's a little nest with four baby robins, and I see how those parents are working <laughs> for those hungry four little hungry birds. <laughs> They're completely devoted, and you know they they you know they wouldn't put up with all that trouble if they weren't impelled by something that's pretty much irresistible for them. <laughs> so the everybody even you know so it's you know but of course people think you know you can you can now with modern birth controls and all these things you can get the sex without the trouble but somehow or other the trouble is there anyway because now we have sexually transmitted diseases which seem to be new ones coming in anyway so anyway but the real trouble is you identify yourself with the material body and. Uh, committed again and again to uh, something very brief and uh, ultimately unsatisfying, simply because it's brief. And if you get something that stays, you get sick of it. (laughs) You get bored with it.
1: Vijay Krishna Prabhupada asks, "Um, I do not remember chanting in the morning about the transcendental disappearance of Lord Krishna while observing the sadhana process established by ISKCON. Is it that that this is going to be included soon? Uh,
0: That's there if you really want to do it. It won't hurt you. But the first thing is in ISKCON, to follow the morning program that Srila Prabhupada established, remembering Krishna early in the morning of the 1st. So by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, you're also remembering Krishna. And we have a Bhagavatam class uh, with Krishna's narration. It, it is, you know, Srimad Bhagavatam is the the beautiful story uh, of, of, of Of Bhagavan of Krishna, and so you can we remember that every day. In the morning, we have a a, by regular attendance in the Bhagavatam class, we are told very good things happen. So you can you can do this story, or you can do any any of them in the Bhagavatam, or you can if you you know some remembrance of Krishna has to be there. Uh at first. So you'll find similar Falasthutis there also. If you try to do them all, you're really you're not going to uh, uh, be very frustrated. So if you really want to and you learn this pastime and you remember it, so that's good too. But don't skip chanting your rounds to do that. <laughs>
1: Um, another question, Vijay Krishnapuru. He asks, If a person commits suicide because of unbearable pain, does the pain end? Are you in favor of euthanasia? Mm.
0: Uh, sometimes uh, I, uh, it happens in Vedic times. Uh, that a person would find themselves in an untenable situation uh, and they will leave their bodies because of it. But you do it the way Maharaj Pritchard do. You don't have a physician to assist you or somebody to kill you or take a drug. You just stop eating and drinking. That's all. So nobody else is responsible for your death. You stop eating and you stop drinking. That was suicide, right? Mm-hmm. So you fast until the well. In his case, it wasn't because it was a, somebody coming to get him. But that's what that's what sometimes when people happen, they just do that. Mm-hmm. Old age gets very severe, even if they don't have a you know a terrible pain, but just you know it's just become very very hard, uh, and and uh, that's the recommended method. Stopping eating, where you last a long time, or you stop drinking. I don't know what it's like to die of that, because you no know, one's come back to say. But that's <laughs> what they do. And while doing that, you can at least remember Krishna. Mm-hmm. You can, whether really, you know. You take an OD dose of something, or throw yourself in front of a train, or whatever. Another
1: question from the 16th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 16th verse. We know that demons like to surround themselves by aristocratic relatives. My question is, why does Krishna make it difficult for the demons to perceive him when he is known as the most aristocratic person?
0: They don't recognize true aristocracy either. (laughs) (laughs) They think they are they are thinking they are aristocratic relatives. But having known Aristocrats. (laughs) aristocrats <laughs> I would say they're not up to the standard of mm-hmm. aristocrats as they used to be even so when they say I have my aristocratic relatives you know you, you have titles you have crowns you have yeah, and we have people who own condos in Florida <laughs> and all over the place and have private jets and you know the oligarchs uh, of the world there are a lot of them. Uh, But, uh, and you may say, look at that, you know, I'm a great person. That's not the true aristocracy, even. Remember, in our cultural experience in the modern world, we have not seen real brahmanas, we have not seen real kshatriyas, we have only seen some vicious, but mostly everybody is a Shudra. You know, sometimes you'll see somebody who has some of those qualities, but actually... I mean, a Brahmin is one who knows the truth. When I spent uh, a year looking, uh, four years looking for the truth as an undergraduate philosophy major in an Ivy League college, So, you know, I had very high-qualified teachers. And I was, you know, naively looking for the truth and found out nobody knew it. So I went to a couple of my professors in my senior year. And I said to one of them, what's the best thing you can be, you can achieve by studying philosophy? He said, the best you can become, you can achieve, is to be clear about what you're confused about.
1: <laughs>
0: and I said, that's the best? He said, yes. When I grew older, I appreciated it a little more, but, but still, you know. I asked a professor why do you study philosophy? He said to win arguments. <laughs> so that's the problem. We haven't seen uh, real advanced people according to the actual standards. Okay? So we'll pick up again uh, with uh, 16 and 17, uh, and uh, we're going to be here next, yeah, next mm-hmm. week, same time, same station. Thank you very much. <laughs> Śrīla Prabhupāda ki srimad bhagavatam